It is Sunday, May 27th, 2012. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, the rescheduling of G.I. Joe, the final episode of House, and casting an eye towards the future. It's episode 5.22, 1D Action. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Sorry I've been away for a couple of weeks. You know, weekends got busy and stuff like that. And, you know, life got in the way. But I'm back now. And like a lot of people, I'm just scratching my head and wondering what's going on with G.I. Joe 2. The big G.I. Joe sequel, G.I. Joe Retaliation, it was due to come out next month, June 29th, pretty much one month from now. But earlier this week, Hasbro changed their mind. They suddenly announced, nope, even though it comes out in one month, we're pushing it back. We're moving it from June 29th to March 2013. Nine months. Why did G.I. Joe Retaliation get delayed nine months? Pardon me. The official statement is, they want to convert it to 3D. Why? Why, why, why? I'm one of those guys where I really don't think that putting a film in 3D really adds anything to it, except another three bucks on your movie ticket for those darn glasses. So, yeah, it just seems nonsensical, especially when it's just coming out in one month. To push back a movie's release when it's so close to coming out, that is surprising. So the conspiracy theory right now is there's a lot more going on. A few reviews from test screenings are popping up online, and apparently the test screenings were not very good. But one thing that's really intriguing people is when they were coming out of the test screenings, one of the questions that they were asked a lot of is, what did you think of Channing Tatum? Did you like Channing Tatum? You know, Channing Tatum, of course, played Duke in both the first and the second films. So a lot of people are thinking, you know, Channing Tatum with 21 Jump Street and all that really starting to become a big star. So maybe they're going to reshoot it, make Duke a more prominent character, stuff like that. In fact, because of that day, quickly spreading meme on the Internet is needs more Tatum. Uh, but that's not all. You know, this, this is the first theory I was heard. As we all know, Hasbro getting into the movie game big time with G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Battleship based on Hasbro's board game. And I think Battleship is the cause of this. See, as we all know, the Avengers came out at the start of the month. Huge box office. Still kicking butt and taking names at the box office. And it's in 3D. Battleship came out. It opened in number two, did not knock the Avengers out of the top spot. And why? Well, some people figure it's because Battleship wasn't in 3D. So now Hasbro may have decreed 3D for everything. All I know is 
damn it, the trailers were looking really awesome, and I was really looking forward to seeing one of my favorite G.I. Joe's, Jinx, finally up there on the big screen. But now i got to wait nine months. Darn it, darn it, darn it. Anyways, let's get to some music, shall we? Here's the theme from Ponyo on the Targ. <laughs> From Ponyo here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. And on television this past week, it really was a week for finales. One of my favorite TV shows finally signed off after eight years on the air, and that was House. I'm sure you heard about House. That's about the grumpy, unlikable doctor who's mean to everyone, who just happens to be a really brilliant diagnostician and could always instantly figure out what was wrong with you. You know, House really was quite the conundrum in television. Lots of people were asking, how can a TV series with such an unlikable main character become such a huge hit? Even Hugh Laurie, the guy who played House, didn't think that the show would be a hit. No, going all the way back to the beginning, when he first got the script and auditioned for the role, he was like, there's no way such an unlikable character can be the lead. He's probably the sidekick. I'm guessing this Wilson character, he's the lead. So, yeah. But anyway, I was always a fan, and 
Yep, its final episode was uh, back on Monday night, almost a week ago from the time I post this. But yeah, for the final episode, just so you know the story leading into the final episode. So House's best friend Wilson was diagnosed with cancer. You know, the irony, an oncologist coming down with cancer. He was only given five months left to live. And then there was House. In the season premiere, he was sprung from prison, so he was on probation for this entire... uh, No, not probation, parole. Getting my P's mixed up. He was on parole for this entire season, but in the second last episode, he uh, pulled this huge prank that amounted to felony vandalism, and he was being sent back to prison for six months, meaning he was going to miss the final few months of his best friend's time on Earth. So, the final episode... Uh, Again, a deviation from the formula. I always like it when very formulaic shows deviate from their formula. It's nice to see the characters out of their usual situations. So in the final episode, uh, bereft with depression, it had House in an abandoned building getting high on heroin and in various uh, drug-induced hallucinations, previous characters who had left the show kind of visited him and some urged him to kill himself, some urged him to go on. And yeah, one critic described it as a house version of a Christmas carol, which is a good way to go. And by the way, while this is going on, the house that house is getting high in, it's slowly burning down. So there's a ticking clock thing there to add drama. So then, yeah, it's essentially house debating with himself whether to kill himself or not. And then, because the character was loosely inspired by Sherlock Holmes, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for those who haven't seen it yet, how the episode ends is house decides to take advantage of the situation to fake his death. And then he and his best friend, Wilson, they run off together into the sunset to enjoy Wilson's last few months on Earth. It was a kind of a poignant ending. All in all, yeah, you know what? I think it was a good way to end the series. And House is a series that I will definitely miss. And um, yeah, I'll be looking for a new TV addiction in the fall. If you got anything for me, pass along your suggestions. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Kappas on U62, The Dark. <laughs> Parking down, picket fence, run my hands along the edge, and music plays in my head. Hear the song before I go to bed when the stars are bright outside my window. Wake up to tree boughs filled up with snow, and I remember, oh, I remember, I remember my summer with you. <laughs> Cherry popsicles, sand in my toes, roll down windows, hold my hand, hold me close, take off your phone, wanna hear a voice again. Like the fresh air, like a wind blown hair, I like you, I don't Coast winter breeze as it blows through the palm trees and they wear the ray bands and spray tanks. Oh, I wish it was summer again when stars are bright outside my window. Wake up, the song echoes off my pillow. And I remember, oh, I remember, I remember my summer. <laughs> Cherry popsicles, thin in my toes, roll down windows. Hold my hand, hold me close. Pick up your phone, wanna hear a voice again. 
Disney kid Bridget Mendler with Summertime here on U62 The Targ. That, of course, is the theme song for the uh, Studio Ghibli film uh, The Secret World of Arietti. See, I was going for the Studio Ghibli theme on this week's show. Oh, hey, before I forget, you know, after I stopped recording my whole thing about the final episode of House, something else I wanted to mention was Swan Song. As you all know, uh, with uh, long-running TV shows going off the air, it's become custom to do some kind of retrospective about the series. Well, Swan Song was the retrospective for House, and it was very unique as far as uh, series-ending retrospectives go. I mean, normally with these things, uh, there's a host who is some celebrity who is tangentially related to the show, and he kind of sets up the clips and stuff. Well, in Swan Song, instead of that, they gave star Hugh Laurie a video camera, and he was essentially running around the set talking to people, doing staged bits, and it was essentially his stream of consciousness ramblings about the end of the show. It made it really unique as far as these retrospectives go. So again, if you haven't seen the final episode of House yet, I highly recommend you see uh, the retrospective too. Uh, but anyways, uh, looks like it might be time to wrap up this episode. Take a look at my calendar. Yes, I'm going to be very busy next weekend, so I'll probably miss uh, an episode next week, too. It's getting to be that time of year, isn't it? Where I take my usual summer hiatus in order to focus on the real world because, you know, well, the job always gets busy in summertime. Uh, but, you know, well, summertime is going to be a little busier than usual. Let me give you a little spoiler here. A uh, little hint, I think I may have mentioned this on previous podcasts, but uh, when the show comes back in the fall, I'm going to be renaming the show. And that's why this is going to become a whole lot more busier summer for me, because, you know, my intro, my extra, all the goofy little IDs that I play in the middle, I got to remake all that shit with the show's new name. So, yeah, it's going to be very busy for me, but, you know, that's the thing, right, you know? I've the the little IDs that I play in the middle there. I have about five favorites that I use, but really I've made 30. So I don't think I'll be making all 30. I'll just probably be remaking my five favorites. I even got a couple of Simpsons clips on my computer here that I love, but haven't figured out how to use for an ID yet. So I'll probably finally be using them. And yeah. So when things come around this fall, it'll be a whole new show and that's it. Almost sounds like I'm uh, making this my final episode and going off to do my summer hiatus, aren't I? Well, I haven't decided yet if this will be the last one before the summer hiatus. I'm just covering my bases if that's what I decide. I'm Mark Capps. This has been The Targ. I will see you in two weeks. Maybe. Possibly. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.